Hello, my fellow OPCs and MPCs. I am so glad you are listening to this podcast. This is the second in a series of upcoming podcasts that I have created to help you get through this crazy time. I want to talk about a couple of topics that might be a little bit different from the normal everyday talk here at Ingar Micro, and I really, really hope that you'll join me throughout this journey. So first of all, I just want to say, wow, 2020, you have been such a whirlwind. It has been a crazy year so far, but I am committed to helping as many OPCs as I can to get the tools, to get through these tough times, and to not only survive, but really thrive during this time. So this is why today's episode is about how to really grow during uncertain times, and in this case, COVID, and anything else that 2020 decides to throw our way. Now, again, I don't have all the answers, but I'll do my best. Even if even one person benefits from this, I'll done my job. So first of all, who am I? I am Shirley Arteaga. I am the program manager for the Business Transformation Center. I am a mentor peer coach. I'm on the board of director. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a sister. And how do I know the tools that I'm about to teach in this podcast? I am a certified corporate and executive coach, and I got my certification eight years ago. And part of the reason I did this is to, I had already gone through a ton of things in my life, and I was always so fascinated about how some people were able to bounce back from loss, upset, and disappointment. And in my own experience, I have learned so much through coaching my own clients and being coached. So things that you're going to learn today, we're going to talk about the different stages that we go through in times of uncertainty and why it's felt like we have been in adrenaline mode for so long. How crisis, in this case COVID, creates so many opportunities for us to grow and actually thrive in this time of uncertainty once again and really be able to energize those resiliency muscles so you're set up for success, not only now, but in any other future time of uncertainty. Because let's face it, if we've learned anything in this year, 2020 has brought us some seriously fun surprises. We're also going to talk about the three-step process to get you back on track if you felt like uncertainty and change has really weighed heavily on you on the past couple of months. I know there's people that have really struggled with it. So I really want to make sure that I acknowledge you, I see you, and we're going to talk about it. Okay, so for today's episode, I want to talk about thriving in the COVID era. At the time of this recording, it's sunny here in SoCal, and it's almost the middle of June, and we just started opening up retail, and people are cautiously starting to get out there again. First, I want to go over a quote that I recently saw. It's by David Hollis, and he says in this quote, in the rush to return to normal, use this time to consider which parts of normal are worth rushing back to. I find this quote so fascinating. So there are two key points that I see in this quote. One, some people are really itching to get back to a sense of normalcy. And that's apparent with the pressure for leaders to start opening up the economy and people really wanted to travel again. And that's 100% normal because as humans, most of us crave some sort of structure. 
And even though things not might, might not be perfect, that's kind of what we're looking for. And then I also find this quote so pertinent to what we're going through today and how now is such an opportunity to create the future. And what's really interesting in that rushing back to type of certainty does help us understand the world better. As when you are in a place of uncertainty or going through change or transition, it can really influence your mood and your behaviors and ultimately your results. So I completely understand that connection. So let's go back just a tad. And I want to talk a little bit about why we react the way we react during uncertain times. And again, that could be change, that could be transitions, it could be anything. So I think we can put this, what we're going through in a couple of buckets. Again, this is a huge disclaimer. None of these buckets are better or worse than another. It's just simply a place where most of us have either been, we are, or we want to be. And the key to changing any of these is to first be aware of where you may kind of may fall. So the first bucket is in what I call resistance slash fear. And this, I kind of think of this as when we first got the news about COVID and we were starting to shut everything down. And we didn't know what was happening. And I know I, for me, uh, we start thinking about the future and start thinking about all the things that could go wrong. And our brains kind of go into what I call catastrophizing. And I know as a creative and as a visual person myself, my brain can go to the bad place fast, like from zero to 100 in like 0.2 seconds. And I know that about myself. So I really work hard to stop it when it happens. It doesn't always work, but I try. This can also show up as pessimism about the future. It could show up as frustration about being quarantined, frustration about other things. It could show up as sabotaging efforts at work, um, with your career and your relationships, so many different things, but not even realizing that you're doing it. And then we go into what I call survival mode. And this is where maybe we still have some aspects of the distress, but now we're just not really feeling like ourselves. And this could really show up as like being disconnected from our team, the others, the world. It could show up as being overwhelmed. Um, we did talk about that in our lap episode. And being able to take back your power and refocus on what you can control really helps in survival mode. Third, we go into adapting where we know that we're going through a circumstance that is there, it is what it is, and yet we're adapting to different things and not really understanding the future, but kind of taking one step at a time. And lastly, which is where hopefully this podcast will take you, is a place of thriving in this current pandemic. Now, I know that at the time of this recording, we're literally in the midst of this and it's really even hard to think about thriving, but yet this is exactly where you want your mind to go now if you want 
the future to change. And if you can't seem to envision it, not a problem. That's 100% normal. But just hear me out on this. So this is where you don't necessarily stop whirling altogether, but it's different in that you know that you have your own back. You know that somehow everything will work out because even history has shown us that it will. And you start looking around and you really find new opportunities to add value to either your business unit, your career, your life, even your new hires. And I can go on and on about the added value and how it can create a domino effect in your life. But it really helps you grow from surviving to growing personally and professionally through your relationships and through your career and anything else. And hopefully it's where you get to hopefully coach yourself to new and amazing things. So what's really interesting is that even though we're going through the current situation, there also exists so much opportunity. And we've seen this in so many areas of history. So I told a story during our mentor coaching session last month about how during the Great Depression, the employment was roughly 25%. In other words, it was a really, really scary place in U.S. history. Over 15,000 banks shuttered, Wall Street hit an all-time low, and you would think most people would focus on doom and gloom. But just months into the Great Depression, a man named Henry Lease, I hope I said that correctly, launched a crazy magazine called Fortune Magazine. And it ran for about a dollar an issue, which at the time was way more expensive than basic clothing. And one would think, don't launch a magazine during the Great Depression. So what's the moral of the story? Henry decided to focus on opportunities and create a place where people shared his vision and ultimately helped others get out of the survival mode. And here's a funny thing. That little magazine grew some traction over the years and grew its subscriber rate to almost 500,000. By 1937, they had a profit of 500,000, which is equivalent to $7 million today. So in terms of how can I can also bring this back, the story back to Ingram, is when the pandemic hit quite suddenly, the vendors were really uneasy, but I know that our areas have been reimagined, we've improved the value we bring to our partners and our vendors, and we've re-engineered our processes so they're run smoother and more efficient. And that is going to help us thrive in this economy. Okay, so. Now we've gone over the different stages we go through in times of uncertainty, how the crisis and this, this case COVID created so many opportunities for us to grow. Now let's get into the three-step process to get you back on track if you felt like uncertainty and change has weighed heavily on you in the past couple of months. So how can we bring this concept of adapting and thriving back to you in any situation that is causing you some stress? This is good. So first, the first thing we want to focus on is what you can control. That's right, what you can control. So what I want you to do is grab a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle. And on the left, 
you're going to list what you can control, can't control. And on the right, you're going to list what you can control. So on the left, you're going to put on everything that you cannot control. So this is things that when you're under stress, like um, the pandemic would definitely fall in this category. The same place orders, when your hair salon will be open, when your nail salon will be open, when your daycare will be open, um, are summer camps going to be open, when is school going to be open, or you know, when, when are we going to go back to school, um, travel restrictions, sporting events, the current future economy, and finally, when this will end. And we can all go back to normal. So now, once you finish that, on the right side of the paper, you want to list all the things you can control. So what your diet looks like, if you've got enough sleep, your stress level, what you watch on TV, your commitment to doing the best job every single day and showing ev up every single day, no matter what is happening on the outside. And lastly, your mindset to the situation. And I can't stress this enough. Changing your mindset can literally mean from going from suffering and helplessness, helplessness to back to having a feeling of productivity and focused efforts on things that are, are important to you. So I want you to write all those things down. And once you've written them down, start rating them from one to 10 and really look at it from an objective view. So what are some patterns that emerge? Are there some areas that you would like to focus on more? What's really fad, fascinating is that when we do focus on what matters and more importantly, what we can control, the uncertainty is still there, but it kind of starts fading a little bit in the background. A great example of this is I finally, I'd say three weeks in, four weeks in to the pandemic, I finally stopped watching the news all day. It was making me go down a spiral. Now, my husband, he can watch it all day long and it doesn't bother him. He actually has a completely different perspective on that. So I know what may trigger you, maybe not trigger somebody some, for someone else. And really focusing on what you can control can help you get your power back and helps you get in front of the situation at hand. Okay, so once we finish that, number two, we want to remember the times that you've successfully navigated a previous transition. As you face a new challenge, use the knowledge that you've managed to cope before to give you some strength. So some of the questions you can ask is, what have been, what have been your, create, your greatest challenges and how have you overcome them? Number two, what have been your biggest disappointments in life and what did you learn from them? Even though it might have been a disappointment, it's still an opportunity in disguise as the lessons that you probably have learned have helped you build those resiliency and muscles and confidence to help you overcome new obstacles. So let's say you can't remember a time where you successfully navigated an opportunity. Like surely I can't remember one. That's fine. Not a problem at all. Borrow someone else's. Use role models to inspire you through this transition and find examples of people who inspire you 
to navigate a challenging period in life. So once you've done that, let's go to number three. Seize your opportunities. So when you stop for a moment and you imagine your future, how can you imagine yourself stronger? What types of ideas can you come up with and how can you contribute more to your new hires regardless of your day or any outside influences happen? Think about that for a minute and start to picture some of the goals you'd like to accomplish. Now we're going to go into creating impossible goals in one of our future episodes, but for now, really go there and start imagining a potential goal you may want. So the real goal here is to start looking for around for opportunities everywhere. Even if they're tiny, even if they're small, what you focus on grows bigger. And since we've been conditioned to see so much gloom and doom around us in the past couple of months, this is another resiliency muscle that you're going to really need to work on. So how do you know if you're on the right track with opportunities? So opportunities are things that give you hope. They make you feel energized, make you feel more aligned and more complete connection of who you really are. And you want to start asking yourself uh, questions as, what are some areas you can identify crucial gaps in your work in your life? These could be new relationships, careers, professional development, time management, connections at work, connections with new hires. What changes could you make to actually feel stronger, make you feel more energized, and at the same time, create more value for other people? You also want to ask yourself, what are your natural talents? And what opportunities do you see that you can strengthen those further? We all love to do what we're naturally good at. And how great does it feel when you actually get to use those strengths? Find opportunities to use them more often. And I promise you, you will feel so much better faster. And again, there's no right or wrong answers here. But the more honest you can be, the better, because it's going to help you start thinking in new ways. Now, when you do this, you're going to feel a lot more alive It's because you're going to tap into different areas that maybe you haven't in the past couple months because we've all been on a little bit of doom and gloom and just a tiny bit of adrenaline. You're, and the effect will be you're going to bring more passion into your work, into your life, into your relationships and more energy. And you're going to be really more productive and efficient. So how can you jumpstart the idea process? You can share your experiences. You can share what you've learned with your teammates, with your business units, with your OPCs, with your managers, with your new hires, especially them. They're coming into a brand new situation. They would love to hear your experiences and really lean into what's most urgent for those people and then share your experience and see where you can be of help. And you can really find new and innovative ways to really show up proud and strong. So we just went through three really simple steps. So let's recap. Number one, focus on what you can control. Number two, remember the times you've successfully navigated a previous transition to build confidence and certainty for the situation. And number three, seize your opportunities. And even though these are super simple, it doesn't necessarily make them easy. 
And on that note, I want to make sure you have the proper resources in order to be successful. So if you need some extra help, please reach out to your mentor coach and they can assist you in helping you with your specific situation. Keep in mind that it doesn't need to be new hire related. And we're going to do the best we can to help you. And this is especially important right now because We're all at home alone with our brains at the time of the recording of this, but by the time it probably goes out to you, some of us will have gone back to the offices. And I really want to make sure that we take this time to really get stronger and more resilient and that you are supported in every way possible. That's why the mentor peer coaches are here to help. So if you found this episode useful, please let us know. We go over way more topics in more detail in our mentor coaching program, which is open once a year. There we discuss everything from helping OPCs with sticky situation, really understanding people on a deeper level. We really talk about mindset and why people do the things they do and how to help them. And it's unlike anything you've ever seen here, and we would love for you to be a part of it. So I also have a handy-dandy worksheet for you that has more steps if you want to go even deeper into the thought work. All right. So have an amazing week. I will talk to you again in a couple of weeks in another episode. And as part of this, we will also have, the as a part of the Summer of Possibility series, we will also have a series, well, Creating Impossible Goals in Q3 and Q4. So I hope you join me for that. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Bye-bye.